voted to leave. What is the life in the womb? Is it a human life? Would you use alternate no. pronouns? And why not? Because I don't believe that other people have the right to determine what language I use, especially when it's backed by punitive legislation. Their view is that there is only one way to be a woman in this society, and they would like to use legislation to impose that morality on I think that the role of law is to protect human rights. The reality is we have a Conservative government now who risk driving this country with a no-deal Brexit, which will cause, potentially, economic consequences. It's one thing to tell people what they can't say. It's a completely different thing to demand that people use certain words when they're formulating their own ideas. Throughout this whole controversy, I have told the truth at every turn. Her version of morality doesn't actually dictate what I can choose to do in that moment. At least I agree with you until the point where your rights and where another person's rights begin. The reason she's so strongly against the second referendum is what does it say about our democracy? What does this say about our democracy? Political correctness is code that powerful people use when they're annoyed that they're actually not the centre of attention in any given discussion. Kindness is the excuse that social justice warriors use when they want to exercise control over what other people think and say. What you are saying is that women's rights don't matter, women's health doesn't matter, women's mortality doesn't matter, Gaming thing <coughs> that has ever happened. In no, what's shame? I'll tell you what's shame. shame. I'll tell you what's shaming, Nigel. Absolutely. So, but that is the question. This is that is not no, what science the and reason teaches us. That. The European Union. the public misled? That's you they being appear lazy, Jordan. I'm sorry. God bless you. Welcome to Prophetic Whispers. And what that was that you just, I introed you into to this session today is the worldviews, the different worldviews. And the corrupt mind, the corrupt mind. And we're going to be doing a walk through uh, the, actually some of the Pauline letters, Romans, Galatians, um, Colossians. Uh, you know, we're going to take a good look at some of those meat and potatoes um, to lay out the idea and to lay out the biblical idea that there's two ways, a corrupted way and an uncorrupted way. One in which Paul was exposing to the church uh, of Rome that there is corruption in thinking. There is a corrupt worldview. And he lays that out in Romans chapter 1, okay, that we will delve into that, but I want to give you the theological framework for that. So I hope you're ready because we are coming after the 11th commandment Christian that says, oh, everything's okay. You know, you could do whatever you want. You can feel any way you want because your feelings are more important than truth. And, um, you know, as long as they like you, as long as you're nice, as long as, you know, you continue to bow your knee and compromise to their wishes and their whims and their language and their ideologies that, you know, you you can you can be a Christian and, and yeah you can have a church and yeah we won't burn you down and we won't destroy your Bibles and we won't call you crazy and we won't call you all that we really don't give a rip what you think about us we are we are in Christ we are hidden in Christ we are Christians we follow him we follow the Word of God and this 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 Western Christianity that seeped into our to our uh, churches now, which which just wants you to bow down to the culture and embrace the culture in many forms, whether it be language, color, skin, color of your skin, whether it be gender confusion, whether and they start blending all this stuff in because of education, because of um, what Harvard says and, and Boston University says, and and they get completely away from the biblical theological worldview that we come from, and why? Because they hate God. Okay, they hate God. And if you understand Bible, 
Okay, if you are a Christian, God's word is supreme. It sits above all knowledge. Okay, it's it sits above all knowledge. If you send your kid to a liberal college, okay, and they're all pretty much liberal now. Okay, they're all pretty much liberal now. Um, unless they're very private uh, Bible schools and Bible institutions. And sometimes even that's questionable. I, I've seen uh, Azusa Pacific getting taken hostage. And that's a, that's another Christian school. You know, Fuller has has adopted some of the liberal theology. Yes, study of God in a very liberal way. You have uh, Biola has also embraced much of the um, Biola University. These are just some. Princeton University. You can go down some of the other ones that all started as a uh, Christian-based uh, organization, biblically, uh, theologically sound in its origins, but now they are so adrift. They're actually tools in the hand of the enemy um, that are spewing out a lot of this garbage that that uh, they're they're calling knowledge, and it's not. It's garbage. It's garbage. It's these are assaults and attacks against God's word, God's plans, God's ideas for humanity. And so we're going to take a good look at the corrupt mind. And you have to understand that the world is corrupt. Okay, that the world is corrupt. There's no other way. As so, I'm going to give you this this framework. Okay, this framework that Paul was very concerned, okay, about knowledge of God and behavior of people. Knowledge of God translating into anthropos activity, man's actions that is not good enough to know or to retain God in your mind and not execute that knowledge out in your life. That the hypocrisy must end, and it's ending because we're coming through truth okay that you cannot live in passions that you cannot live in your emotions and your feelings but you must live by the truth of God's word Paul argues that humanity irrationally distorts God's image through idolatry and how God turned his wrath against idolatry by handing them over to the irrational desires Unreasonable thinking led to humanity subject to its passions. So the minute you you remove God's word, the minute you remove biblical ethics out of society, then you can do everything that you please. And so we're gonna we're gonna attack this eleventh commandment mindset that says, "Well, the world is okay." You know, well that is okay. The thing is, is is it corrupt or is it not corrupt? What is, what is the definition of corrupt? It means to change from good, good to bad in morals, manners, or actions, or also to take bribes. We see this in politics. We see this in the church. We see where they've taken good morals. Okay, First uh, Corinthians says bad company ruins good morals. So mor- morality is theologically, it's biblical, it's biblical. It's, it should be the, the compass that guides behaviors in the Christian life. Why? Because it comes from God. It comes from the Ten Commandments. It comes from the moral laws of God that are that are filtered throughout the Bible, that are filtered throughout the epistles, that are filtered throughout the writings of Paul, John, Peter, you know. And, and so when we look at this, we have to decide to come out of a corrupt mind. The world is pushing corruption. And when you listen to um, Jordan Peterson, where he says, well, you know what? I'm not going to fall into your trap of, of 
repeating things that are ridiculous and then you putting a law under it and if I if I don't agree with you then I get punished because I'm not I'm not involved in your 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 stupidity that's ignorant you know that's ignorant you're not going to take away my freedom of speech my freedom of thought just so that I can play your game of of you know renaming yourself or or re-identifying yourself and and because of how you feel that's ridiculous okay and that's the that's the LGBTQ push within the church is that you have to accept me as I am as I see myself no we're gonna we accept you as God says you are Okay, not as you feel or not as you think or not as you, you know, th th that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous to deny the biology, the makeup, the DNA of who you are because you feel a certain way where you make your decisions based on passions. Okay, and one of the things that you be, you understand and you'll get through through the ancient writings and the ancient and the ancient uh, scriptures is that. You destroy, you corral, you actually, you actually manage your passions through wisdom and through knowledge. Okay, through becoming wise. That's how you. That's how you navigate through this life. Not by, not by feeling and going with every one of your passions. You have to. You have to corral them through morality. You have to corral them through law you 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 just can't drive a thousand miles an hour in your emotions and not hurt yourself and not hurt somebody else and that's why you have the you have the ethics the christian behaviors that that are exuded through the scriptures and so we without without really going into this even more um we're going to get into the corrupt okay the change from good to bad in morals manners or, or actions also in bribes, so we see this in everything. Okay, and Paul addresses that, and we'll get to that more in chapter in Romans chapter seven, uh, seven through twenty-five, where Paul deals with the Jewish mind. In other words, those that that were Jews that were spread out in Rome, that they were they were being inundated with a corrupt system, a corrupt thinking, a corrupt mind. So Paul writes the book of Romans, really, um, really saying, "Hey, Christians, get your stuff together." Okay, he was not convinced that all Christians were not were not were not um, uh, that all Christians were 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 thinking the right way because they were in a corrupt system. So Paul writes in the sense of, "Hey, you get this corruption out of your life. There is a corrupt way of thinking that the world is pushing out." Okay, and so Paul begins to write this in Romans eight twenty seven. Listen to listen to this. Okay, Romans twenty eight twenty seven and twenty eight says this. Now he who searches the heart of what of knows what is in the mind of the spirit, because he enters he because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. Now, excuse me, because my mind was racing. I just kind of kind of fumbled through that reading. But let me do that one more time for you. Okay. Now, he who searches the heart knows what the mind of the Spirit is, because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. Now, this is important for you to understand. Now, he who searches. So now you are looking at this, this erneo, okay, that's the Greek word for search. And that word search means to investigate, to, to seek, to, to put through an inquiry of ideas. So now it is the Spirit of God that knows, that knows what is in the mind of the Spirit. Now he who searches the hearts knows what's in the mind of the Spirit. So now it's the, the idea of the mind of the Spirit 
spirit. Now the word now the word mind. This is important. The word mind. Okay, we we have we understand it's the word neo. Okay, to to think. It's the cognitive portion of a person is the mind, right? The mind. And so when you start looking at um, you know, what is in the mind of the spirit, okay, that you're you're thinking of, you know, the cognitive, you're thinking of uh thinking, you're thinking of all this. But let's let's dig into this a little bit further because now he who searches the hearts knows the what the mind of the spirit is. So Paul is writing here and says there is a mind of the spirit. There is a way to, that you should be thinking. There is a connection between knowledge and behavior. Okay, there's a connection between knowledge and behavior, and you need to know this. Okay, now that word mind, you know, not the word neo, where you get neurosurgeon, where you get the, the mind, the those that work on the brain, those that that that's where that comes from. But this is a different word, the mind. It is a word prone, pronema. Pronema has to do with the inclination, the purpose. In other words, your thoughts, your opinions. So what what uh, what Paul is laying out here is that. Now, he who searches the hearts knows what is the opinions of the spirit. What is the opinions? In other words, what is the worldview? What are the what are the attitudes and what is the knowledge that is within the spirit concerning your issue? So this is so this takes you to a different dimension. It's not how to think, but it's what you should be thinking. When you you are walking in the spirit, that there is that you should know what is in the mind of the spirit concerning all your all your situations, all your passions, all your feelings, all your emotions should be flooding through the mind of the spirit. You that are born again should be connected to what is in the mind of the spirit, not what the culture is saying. But what is the mind of the spirit saying about that? What is in the mind of the, what does the spirit have in mind? In other words, what is the what is the opinion of the word of God and the spirit of God? Remember, Jesus said that the spirit will not speak of himself, but what whatsoever he says, he'll declare it unto you. So whatever situation you are in, the mind of the spirit is what opinion you should be embracing not the culture not because they feel good not because it's not not because they 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 say well it's compassion or it's not compassionate you know it oh that's nice and and you know you can't you can't say that to them because you'll hurt their feelings no we are dealing with what is in the mind of another what is the opinion of the spirit that's what you should know watch this because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. So whatever is in the mind of the spirit is the will of God. And you should be operating in what is the opinions of the spirit. Why? Because the opinions of the spirit come from the searching of the deep things of God. So when you and I start looking at you know the the cultural issues, whether it's music, whether it's the arts, whether it's the education system, whether it's whether it's your business, your business ethics, in whatever sphere of life you are in, guess what? There is a mind, there's an opinion that comes from the spirit of God that's pulled from the heart of God, from the word of God that you and I should be operating under, not our own opinions. So Romans eight twenty seven says that there. 
that that there is a proneo. There's a there's an exercise of the mind, okay, that comes from the spirit of God that we should be operating under what is God's opinion what is the spirit's opinion about that that's what you go with that's what is in the mind of the spirit now watch verse 28 this is very interesting and even as they now Paul Paul is talking about that there is a mind of the spirit there are things that are that the spirit of God is opinionated on in the culture you have to have a kingdom opinionated driven life not a purpose-driven life, but a kingdom-driven life. In other words, what is in the mind of the Spirit, that should be in mind. That's what Paul writes, and he says, Let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. That is exactly what this is connecting to. Watch this. And even as they did not retain God in their knowledge. So now he begins to separate in 28 what is in the mind of the spirit and what is in the mind of the culture. Okay? Because they begin to they begin to have knowledge without God. Knowledge without God is corruption. Um, critical race theory. Gender, gender confusion. Okay? All these, you know, re redefining of 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 pronouns and and all this stuff that is humanistic all the marxism that is in the church now why because it removes god and it focuses on you it focuses on your feelings your passions your emotions it doesn't focus on justice it focuses on social meaning meaning the society it it, it pushes on it looks on them okay when we say social when we say justice we are talking about that which is right before god from god's word they don't want that they want equal outcome they're talking about results they're talking about they're talking about uh something totally different okay because they move god completely out it's how we treat each other not what god says okay and the minute you take god out of the equation you are in trouble you are in a corrupted um, educational system when God is taken out and you and Paul is laying this out for us even as I even even as they did not retain I love the word retain is the Greek word echo now you know what an echo is echo is something that 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 you say it once and it just keeps going and going and going but this is this this is the negative echo this is the one that you know what they refuse to echo the truths they refuse to echo god's word so they didn't echo the prophets they didn't echo the proverbs they didn't echo the psalms the books of wisdom the 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 prophets and and the and and, and they didn't the historical writings of the scriptures they didn't echo the gospels anymore more they didn't retain they didn't retain they didn't keep echoing the message on their knowledge the epigenosco the the knowledge base was debased their discernment was destroyed that's what knowledge epigenosco elevates your discernment your ability to choose from right from wrong there's another, there's another Greek word that, that is connected, another root word, epikonosko, which means to recognize. You, they, they begin to unrecognize and because they stopped echoing. Okay, This is what's happening in our liberal colleges. I know parents want their kids to go to the best universities. They, they, they want them to go to Harvard and, and you know the Princeton and, and all these things so that they can lose their echo listen this is why we got to teach our children that we've got to retain we got to retain the knowledge of god 
We must retain the knowledge of God. We must retain the good and evil. We must retain biblical morality. We don't, we, we don't retain it if we allow them to not echo the truths of God. And so this is important when we begin to start saying, why does the world think they, they, why does the world think the way they think? And why does the church think the way it thinks? And why has compromise come in? Because the church has stopped echoing the truths of God and we become social warriors concerned about people's feelings and emotions and, 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 you know, their well-being opposed to the truth of God's word. The truth of God's word and justice from heaven, okay, that flows from the throne of God. We 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 just totally erase that so that we can we can be social warriors because we we distorted truth because we're not echoing God's truth. When was the last time you heard a message about going to hell, the wrath of God, sin, and exactly what sin is, harmatia, abominations. When, when is the last time that we really push the echoes of the kingdom of God where, where, where it just echoes and reverberates in the hearts of people? So even as they did not retain, they didn't echo God in their knowledge, their, their discernment, their, their, their ability to recognize good and evil. They removed God. They just took the Bible and the teachings of God's word, the principles and you know what God did? God gave them over to a debased mind to do the things which are not fitting. I like that word fitting. In other words, they they didn't, God turned them over so so they can misbehave in all their thinking. So they can so their own thinking, their own way of corruption would 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 destroy them. God says, What? Well, fine, you think that I'm giving you over to a debase. The word debase is the word worthless. Okay, worthless. This, this uh, gender confusion is worthless. This same-sex marriage stuff is worthless. All this stuff biblically is worthless. That's debased. Okay? Some, some of your scripture says reprobate. Same thing. Okay? Reprobate mind, neo. The neo, the thinking processes is debased. Why? Because there's no God in it. Anytime you go to humanity before anything else, the needs of people before going to scripture and handling things through through scriptural context, you have not retained the knowledge of God. You're going to get caught up in your feelings and emotions. And yes, well, maybe that is mean. Maybe that's not so nice. Well, well, maybe they maybe if they repent. Maybe if they turn from their wicked ways. That's what Jesus said in the book of Mark. The, Jesus came in preaching the kingdom of God. Repent. Oh, that's not nice. See, we got to get out of this Christian, this, this 11th commandment thinking where we sacrifice the 10 commandments and we say, well, you know, the 10 commandments, you know, don't mean anything because, you know, the 11th commandment says we got to be nice. So if it's nice, we'll do it. If it's not nice, we won't do it. We don't believe it because God's not nice. It's not nice. It's not nice to tell to tell them that they need to repent. It's not nice to tell them that 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 the Bible is not supporting that. It's not nice to say that that's extra biblical. It's not nice to tell them that they need, they need to turn their heart towards God or that lifestyle is going to destroy them in the end and it's killing them now. 
I like what I like what um, because again we're talking about the knowledge of God. We're talking about we're talking about what society is teaching and pushing out like a fire hose, sexuality, perversion, all that stuff. You know, compromised thinking. It's all being pushed out through the social medias. Everything is in our face now. There was a there was a rapper that that had human blood in in his um, in his tennis shoes. From I mean, the, how ridiculous and how crazy is that? You have pedophilia. You have you have uh, sins against humanity, crimes against humanity in our face now. It's not hiding. And the bad thing about it, the church doesn't recognize the devil because they've been so desensitized. The devil is in our face. They're they're spewing their messages out. They're they're putting out their confusion and their disruption to true knowledge of God. And guess what? The church don't even recognize it. They got us fighting with each other. Whether whether homosexuality is true, the church can't even agree with that. They can't even agree on on uh, on um, sanctity of life and human rights, the image of God. They can't they can't even they can't even distort that. They can't even agree on those type of things. Listen, Psalms one nineteen ninety nine one through two says this: I have more understanding than my teachers. Your testimonies are my meditation. I understand more than the ancients because I keep your precepts. I have restrained my feet from the evil way that I may keep your word. I have not departed from your judgments, for you yourself have taught me. So it is the word of God. It talks about the pers- the, the the word of God taking the personified the personified rabbi over your life. That the word be became flesh to you the word became the teacher to you the word be- and you are smarter than all your teachers because you held on to the teachings of scripture because you you're echoing the truths you got to echo the truths to the next generation you got to retain those truths and pass them on the the echoing and so when you and I we start looking at we start looking at you know the the colleges and the universities that are putting that are putting information out there you have to understand they're corrupt they're corrupt and Paul lays this out because they're not retaining the knowledge of God they're not pushing on and echoing the truths of God's word out and they have to understand that they're corrupted and that man is alienated from God because of their mind. Look at Ephesians 2, verse 3. Among whom also we all once conducted ourselves in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind. And we were by nature children of wrath, just as others. So here you have a connection with lust, okay? The emotion, the passion, the flesh, the the, the process of the body, how it manifests in the body. And watch this. Watch this. Fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind. We're by nature children of wrath. We're by nature children of wrath. That is the need that everybody needs God. Everybody needs the echoing of the truths of God's word. They need to be born again. Paul says we were all just as others. Okay, so now we understand that corruption, by not having the knowledge of God within you, with not having the echoed truths of God's word, we are corrupt. Do not allow corruption to enter into your life. How do you do that? By retaining the knowledge of God. Ephesians 4.18 says, having their understanding, the, the dianoia, okay, the deep thoughts, the, the processes of thinking, the disposition of your mind, your, your imaginations, when your mind goes into the wrong place and having your imaginations darkened nightmares sexual perversions 
passions unbridled the imaginations of your mind that's why pornography is so devastating because it takes you into a dark place of fantasy what where reality is is visual um, unreality is visualized and fantasy and your emotions get tricked and fooled you don't know how to enjoy the natural the natural things because you're always in fantasy having the understanding darkened being alien alienated from the life of god because the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart so the heart can become blind you ever argue with some of these Christians and or some some of these liberal Christians that that won't get off a place because their mind is dark, their mind is dark. They stop echoing God's truth. They don't want to hear scripture from you. They want to hear emotions. They don't want truth. They want emotion. You know, don't get into emotions with them. The word darken is the Greek word skostizo. Okay, to obscure, to make dark, to to cover with darkness comes from another Greek root word that means shadiness. See, there are Christians that are shady. They don't want to see. Look, you got to understand the, the trick of the enemy is just to get you shady. Okay? There's too many shady Christians. Well, you know, I don't know what the Bible says. Oh, you know what? I, it's not for me, but, you know, it, I'm not going to call it wrong because I'm not going to judge. I'm not going to make a decision. Skotos. We've got too many skotos in the church that are shady. Shady, don't be shady. That comes from another Greek word, um, a root word, skia, to live in the shadows. In other words, to have a double life, light and darkness, kind of mixed. And, and you know, there's always an obstacle in the middle between you and the light. No, no, we're not going to live in skia, we're not going to be shady, skotos, and we're not going to be skostizo, which means to be obscure, totally in the dark. You have to decide what at where at what level of 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 uh, light you're going to live in complete light or you're going to you're going to have you know scotal shadiness skia shade and shadows all over you all the time watch this Ephesians 4:18 having your understanding darkened and being alienated stranged stranger from the life of God there's many Christians that are strange from the life of God Many Christians that are strange, strange, you know, estranged from the life of God. Anytime you say the scripture says this, according to the scriptures, they get this sick feeling in their stomach. They're strange from the truth of God. They're not continuing retaining God in their knowledge. They're going to church because that's the thing that they do. They've always gone to church. They've always done these things. Paul is very clear on the difference between a corrupt mind and the corruption of this world and the uncorruptible the mind of the spirit what is god's opinion about this what is the opinion of god's word about this and that's all that's what's in the mind of the spirit i hope you're enjoying this because i sure am my little rant today he says colossians 121 and and you once who were alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works so mind and works go together if you don't like the manifestation of your body in other words if you don't like how you're feeling your actions your passions if they're out of control if you have habits if you have all because because of your mind your mind is an enemy towards god's word there's a lot of christians that love god but their mind hates him they allow their flesh to do everything they're dominated by the physical. They're dominated by their passions. They say all the wrong things. They eat the wrong things. They drink the wrong things. They hang around the wrong people. They they don't have the right sexual um, uh, 
what I would say, uh, actions in place. They have no control of their bodies. Because the mind. The mind has been darkened. They have shadows when it comes to certain areas of the knowledge of God. They, some, some are caught up in marijuana Oh, because it's legal. Just because the world says it's legal doesn't mean God says it's legal. Anything that will alter your natural state, your original design, you must be aware of and you must be careful. Okay? God like Colossians is awesome. It's a, and once, and you, who once were alienated, okay, we alienated, what does that mean? Strange and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now he has reconciled you. You're now brought back in because you're no longer an enemy. You now have good works. You now, you now are not strange from truth. Enemies, you know, ekthros, to be hateful, that your mind was hateful and hostile towards truth. That you hurt yourself. It comes that word etheros comes from the Greek word kakos, which is the root word of worthlessness or harmful behaviors, wickedness, harm, ill. That's where that comes from. So when you are enemies against God, when you're an enemy, you you got you've got all the root and seeds of of illness and and wickedness that are just brewing inside of you. It's time to echo the truths of God's word. Listen, Paul established that the, that the Gentile world does not know God, and that the knowledge of the Torah or the law of God, a revelation far superior to what the Gentiles possess, does not guarantee that. Paul's own Jewish people know God adequately, adequately either, either because of how he writes in the book of Romans. And we're going to be going through the book of Romans as we move forward. But what I wanted to share with you today is beginning the framework of the thinking of the Christian. That there is a corruption that's in the world and it's, and it's way too... Um, it's way too uh, prevalent in the church. You hear it by all the social justice preachers and the 11th commandment preachers that are, that are creating 11th commandment Christians, that are creating 11th commandment families and children that don't know how to exercise their emotions. They don't know how to, to, to say no to the flesh. They don't know how to, to retain the knowledge of God in their lives. And they, and they just whittle away and they walked like the culture. Remember Romans 1.27. Now he who searches the heart knows the mind of the Spirit. The mind of the Spirit. In other words, what is the opinions of God regarding these things? Whatever it is, God's Word is sufficient. Remember Psalms 119.99, right? Don't forget that. Because of your Word, I am smarter than all my teachers. Listen, all these guys that are that are push, pushing out this the science and the scientists and uh, you know, listen, scientists are learning. God knows everything. So by you staying in God's word, you have you are smarter than your teachers. You are you are ahead of the game by retaining God in your knowledge. By not sitting there and saying, well, my teacher said that a guy can be a girl and a girl can be a guy. If they feel that way, that's passion. How do you kill passion? By truth. How do you corral passion? By truth. These people that do not want truth, 
don't want to hear the truth, want to live in their passions, it's because they have not retained God's knowledge. And we as Christians renew our mind in the knowledge of God. According to Romans chapter 12. But we'll continue this tomorrow. But I just want to lay that out for you. Thank you all for being patient that I hadn't been on for a few days. And you're used to your updates and getting your daily message. But you'll get another one tomorrow. So God bless you. We'll continue this 11th commandment corrupted mind series that I'm going to put on. On Paul's writings of thinking and behavior. What you think and how you behave are important to how you live. God bless you. We'll talk to you soon on Prophetic Whispers. Bye-bye.